following episode contains spoilers for the Apple TV series original Severance. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to Robots Don't Age, the only podcast that is funded entirely by the theft of catalytic converters. It is I, your beautifully bearded co-host, Cody, and with me today is... Your kinky co-host, Keani. Hello, motherfuckers. And we do not have the Dong Master with us today. I don't know what he's doing, but we are recording this way earlier than we usually do. <laughs> like, this might be the first time I've recorded this podcast and not had a beer, so we're really mixing things up now. Mid-afternoon. I'm hungover, so, that, you know, that kind of adds a little bit of an edge. Ah, okay, good. So we have something in there, at least. <laughs> Today's episode, we will be covering at least the pilot for the show Severance. But, you know, as per usual, before that, we actually get into some other stuff. Uh, Keanu, we haven't recorded in nearly two months. What have you been up to? Honestly? I've been relaxing, which is outside of my norm. Okay. Because, you know, I'm usually like a busy bee. I mean, I've done some things, but I've kind of switched gears a little bit. You know, I released my appetizer, which is um, the deconstruction, which is, you know, breaking down, recognizing. um, uh, I'm sorry, my brain is mushy. That's what happens when you're hungover. The thing that I do. Um, but yeah, it's like recognizing and breaking down your uh, limiting beliefs and reframing them into patterns that serve you. So I still have that going on. I am actually coming to a close on my first round of my main course, Confidence Through Creativity, Your Holistic Art Experience. So okay. that's gone swimmingly well. And I have really bonded with the women in my program. And I know that they have benefited greatly and it's just it's been a really amazing experience so that's coming to a close and i will be relaunching that within a few months but the appetizer is going to continue to go on i'm just not pressing it as heavily because it is summer now and there are a lot of events going on oh yeah you are one busy bitch uh-huh and so I want to kind of switch gears and do more like in-person networking kind of things. I want to do, you know, art shows. I'm sending applications out to galleries. I even hit up, there's this thing called the Richmond Mural Project. And it's because art is a very big deal in this city, which is awesome. And now that things are starting to kind of get back to normal, because that was something I wanted to do when I first moved here. And then COVID fucked everyone in the ass with no lube. So... Um, what what do you what's this COVID you're talking about? What is this? What is this thing? I haven't heard anything about this. What have no. I missed anything in the news? I haven't have I missed the plague? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I put um, out a I put out a not to cut you off, but I put out a tweet that was like on the main uh, account for this. And I was like, look, like I know this shit's serious. I'm not gonna try to focus on it outside of this. I just wanna say fuck. <laughs> That's all. Anyways. <laughs> that is all fuck. Um But yeah, so now that things are starting to come back to some normalcy, I actually have some connections. And so I'm looking into doing this thing called the Richmond Night Market. I also reached out to the person in charge of the Richmond Mural Project. And though I've never painted a mural, I think that I am completely fucking capable. Absolutely. So reached out to them. I also reached out to a gallery to see about having a solo show. And so, yeah, I'm Ooh. I'm looking to kind of switch gears. And now that it's summer and it's nice out, kind of take my focus 
away from internet. Not that I won't still be, I will still be doing those things. I'm just not going to be as balls deep in those, so to speak. Basically what Keanu is saying, guys, is that she's leaving the podcast and it's going to be a lot of solo shows of just me talking. It's going to be rough. (laughs) Definitely not leaving the podcast. We're definitely still here. But the night market's kind of like a big thing. But yeah, other than that, I've just kind of been relaxing, which is good for me and i struggle with it sometimes because which we've talked about feeling like you're not doing enough and things like that but i also need to sit the fuck down and acknowledge how far that i've come and the things that i've done and understand that i cannot go 100 all the fucking time yeah and then you risk running into burnout and hitting Mm -hmm. a wall and then you stop for a while Mm -hmm. it's never good and it's you know over this last year i feel like i've really been working on kind of finding my balance in that instead of like going, 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 and then fucking crashing. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do this much and then I'm going to work. And then I'm going to, and then like, I, and then I'll be like, oh, oh, I feel like I'm coming up on a burnout. And then I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to cut it back. And so it's like, I think that, you know, one level's okay. And then I realize that it's not, or I think that, you know, I can maybe do a little bit more. So I'm really, I'm really working on finding my balance between like taking care of myself and nourishing my inner light, but then also still doing the things that I like to do. So, yeah. So it is hard to get that balance. Yeah. It's something that we all struggle with. I know that for a fact. And it's a trial and error kind of thing, you know? So I'm getting there. I have also noticed that because I have things launched and because I have things out there, I've found that I have a little bit more time on my hands because instead of me like building things out, like I have, it's built now and it's just application yeah. at this point. And so kind of having that extra time on my hands almost gives me of anxiety because I'm not used to having it. And so, you know, I spoke with my business coach and she's very much like, this is the part where you fill in your time with things that you want to do and things that you would like to do. Do you remember hobbies? Do you remember hobbies? Yeah, it's okay to have those. I know so, painting was originally a hobby, but then you made it a whole thing. So like yeah. maybe just get a hobby hobby. I, I am actually, I, <laughs> I bought a piano and I'm going Jesus. to I'm gonna teach myself how to play. The, well, it's a keyboard. Okay. A, I was going to ask for clarification. Like, when you say piano. It's, it's a keyboard. It's a fully weighted 88 key. So it's like, it would be like a regular piano. So I could go and sit and play on a regular piano and it would be the same. That's amazing, man. Esque energy. So I'm going to teach myself. Because I started to learn when I was younger, but no one paid for classes or anything like right. that. It was just, I told my grandma that I wanted to do it and she got me this keyboard and I sat and I practiced for a while and then I stopped. But now that I'm older, I'm like, I feel like I have the discipline to actually sit down and do it and teach myself. You know, it's funny you say that. I actually forgot that my dad knew how to play the piano pretty proficiently. Kind of still does. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I I keep, I always forget about that or a keyboard, you know, either way he Uh was, I think he was classically trained on the piano when he was a kid. Oh, that's Um, awesome. Yeah, would not thank it. Um, but anyways, no, I wouldn't. That, I went down memory lane there for a minute. I'm like, oh yeah, my dad had a keyboard when I was really young for a while. <laughs> like, all right. Anyways, I've also, um, and this is starting next month. I signed up for a pottery class, like a wheel throwing uh-huh. pottery class. So I'm excited hey. to to do that and just kind of try some different stuff and fill up my time with some things that I might enjoy doing. I look forward to going on that journey with you and hearing about it, man. Because, yeah. like, I don't know what a Kiani that relaxes but also is productive looks like. Because, like, when I lived with you, it was a lot of either or. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a lot of either I've crashed and I can't fucking do anything at all or I'm going a million miles per hour. 
right. all the fucking time. Like it was big chunks of those two things. And it's because I didn't, I wasn't quite grasping the the balance, the balance. I wasn't grasping the balance. Um, Keanu, much like the force, you have to find the perfect balance. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Um, what about yourself? What have you been up to? On a really bright note, I would like to say that I feel much better than I had in the last couple of recordings, and I would like to thank our friends over at uh, Fan Freaks and the Two Idiots and a Dog podcast for checking in on me. Appreciate it, guys. But um, yeah, it's going actually really good. My work schedule is now normalized. I'm just trying to get used to feeling that, you know, like I'm not, it hasn't set in yet. This has only been like a few days. Yeah. So I'm still trying to like figure out. Just like with you, like what to do with all that time that I'm not used to having again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you, you've gotten a chunk of your life back and you're like, well, what do I do with it now? Yeah. So before we started recording, um, I was doing some editing on one of my pieces. I'm not, I'm up to about 8,000 words on a new book that I don't think I'll end up releasing. It's more just for me. Mm-hmm. But that's just a story that I've had in my mind. It's kind of like a fantasy thing I've been wanting to write out and get done. So I'll probably just do that for the nice feeling of completion. I know I've jinxed myself saying this before, but... For you know, assuming I don't get injured and crippled at work again for a few months, I would love to have a book actually come out in October this year because I have plenty that are almost ready. I just have to do the final bits on it, you know? That sounds lovely. I think that that's an attainable goal. Absolutely. Well, I was on set to release my slasher horror book last year, and then, you know, I got taken out. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't use my right arm for a few months, and then I just stopped working on literally everything. And I'm mm-hmm. finally, like, now with a normal schedule and all that, kind of getting back into it. Yeah, that's it's amazing what a normal fucking schedule will do for you instead yeah. of having to work like a damn dog. Like, against your will, too. Yep. <laughs> like, like, it's not even that you're on an overtime list or that you signed up for this shit. You're being forced to do it, and I... And everyone's like, oh, but all that money. I'm like, yeah, I use that money for cheap dopamine rushes. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah, but fuck, <laughs> fuck the quality of my life. Like, yeah. I don't, what, what is the, what is, I mean, yes, we live in a fucking capitalist society and you need money to survive. However, like within this broken ass system, like what's the point of it if you don't get to have any time away from it? Right. You don't get to enjoy your life or do things that you like to do because all you do is go to a shithole for 12 hours a fucking day, come home, eat shit and sleep and get up and do it the fuck again. Like that, it just literally sucks the joy and people, out of your life. People wonder why I'm in such a bad mood when I'm there. It's like, I don't know, man, I'm here all the time. Yeah. Like what the fuck? What do you mean? How are you not in a bad mood? <laughs> I've seen the inside of this place far too frequently, but yeah, I've uh, gotten past that. Just kind of get used to that a little bit. Yeah. Um, in terms of media and entertainment, boy, howdy. So basically since like, before we recorded the Star Wars episode, which was like April 10th, I have been on this Star Wars binge almost the entire time since then. Like, I have been playing, replaying Star Wars games, rewatching Star Wars shows. I finished Clone Wars, which is a kid's cartoon, 133 episodes. Holy crap. Yeah, I burned through that motherfucker. Like, I've been consumed by Star Wars basically since <laughs> it's gone on. And at the time of this recording, they recently announced a lot more Star Wars stuff. And one of them is going to be a continuation on the show Star Wars Rebels, which I fucking love. Like, I 
I got to be honest with you. It's a good time to get back into being a Star Wars fan for me. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Like I was describing it to Taylor, like watching the Clone Wars show and the Rebels show, like made me feel like I did when I was a kid watching Star Wars. Like it's fun. It's kind of goofy, but it's still like action and serious at times. Like if it was live action instead and they didn't have like the lightsabers automatically cauterize wounds, like there are war crimes committed in these shows, Keanu. Mm-hmm. Like it's brutal. Like people get their limbs cut off. You see like... Um, in Rebels, one of the first two seasons, one of the, uh, Sith Inquisitors, like, throws her lightsaber down a hallway, mm-hmm. and as it's spinning, just, like, cuts down an entire ship full of people. I feel like I would enjoy that scene. Yeah, <laughs> that and that's just intense. the intro. I'm like, holy shit, guys. <laughs> holy shit, I am ready. I am ready for this. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty cool. Also, the, uh, Kenobi show just started. I'm fucking digging that a lot. As I'm sure you're totally aware, Keanu, being a huge Star Wars fan, um, it's focused on Obi-Wan Kenobi and when he's on Tatooine watching over Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So this is like pre-episode um, four, post-episode or movie three. Makes all of the sense. I'm right there with you. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I know a lot of people are bitching and moaning about the Inquisitors and everything, and this is... So we're recording this before the third episode comes out. I would just like to say, um, first of all, Reva, boss-ass bitch, you all gotta get over it, alright? She's cool as shit. I love it. She, like, she got bounty hunters to go after Kenobi. That's slick, man. And then she stabbed her boss in the chest with a lightsaber. Like, come on! That's, that's the perfect Sith <laughs> mentality right there. She wants to win so bad. It's beautiful. Yeah, and then, like, the uh, the Inquisitors feature heavily in Star Wars Rebels, too, so it's kind of nice seeing them in live action. And they do this fucking ridiculous thing that, like, at first I hated, but that I grew to love. Or, like, see, their lightsabers are special because they can hold the handle and it spins, like, around their hand because they have, like, a circular thing. Ooh. Which also means they can fly, like, a helicopter when they hold it in the air. That's very, like, nunchucky, and I kind of I kind of like it. Oh, it's nunchucks. so fucking dope. It's Yeah, they have really cool lightsaber designs in the uh, Star Wars Rebel show, but, like, the Inquisitors are basically just, like, weak Force users that are being used to hunt down Jedi. Oh. Like, they're not really any sort of issue to, like, Vader or Palpatine. They're just underlings that have a purpose. So, like, footmen. Yeah, they're, they're the footmen of the dark side of the Force, I guess, best way to put it. Yeah. Like, you will never be a general. If you try to do anything to overthrow Vader, he will absolutely demolish you. But, you know, you can exist. That's your gift. You're allowed to live if you hunt down Jedi for him. That sounds about right. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it's pretty fucking cool. I'm all for it. And the Grand Inquisitor didn't die, or if he did, he apparently comes back to life. Because, like, I didn't know this. There's a Star ongoing Star Wars comic, and I guess the Grand Inquisitor, like, he's Vader's, I guess, main assassin in this universe. Mm. And, like... It, He's basically just bound to Vader as a sort of weapon, and he just wants he wants it to end. He even like has this phrase, there are things worse than death. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking dark. I love it a lot. I'm on board for the Kenobi show. Um, I don't know. I feel like people have a hard time just enjoying things. Yeah, yeah, they do. I feel like a lot of times if they're like, oh, it doesn't fit exactly within the realm of what they... I guess, like, what the, like, doesn't stick exactly to, like, the storyline. It's not what they had in mind. Yeah, it's not what they had in mind. And so then they're like, oh, this is dumb. I feel like because we're creatives, we tend to have the capacity to enjoy things in a different light. Like, enjoy it as the work of art that it fucking is. Yeah, just enjoy something. Yeah, enjoy it as its own thing. Like, let it be its own thing. Which, look, I'm not... I'm not going to say, like, I agree with that completely because there are certain things where I'm like, well, that's just not for me. But, like, for example, the new Resident Evil show coming out on Netflix, I'm not going to watch it. I don't need to. It's fine. Yeah. It looks like the Alice movies, and I watched those when they first came out because that was, like, the first live-action Resident Evil we had. 
And now we have Welcome to Raccoon City and all these games and stuff. It's like, I don't need to see a show that looks like it's very poorly made. Mm-hmm. And they somehow brought back Wesker after he fell on a fucking volcano, but he looks completely different. I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. Like, I don't just, it's fine. It's for other people. And that's okay. Yeah. But you're not, but you're not sitting over here like, oh, that God, that's fucking, this is going to be horrible. Right. I'm not going to like <laughs> sit and bitch and moan about it. And like, oh, here's what I find fundamentally wrong with this starting out. I'm like, I, it's, it's for other people. I'd rather talk about what I enjoy. <laughs> just like, just like with anything else in life or any other area in life, people like to bitch and complain. Yeah, that's true. And so it's, you know, it bleeds over into things oh, like this oh, as well. Oh, um, on the Star Wars note too. Fuck. All right. So I've given Audible so much of my money lately. <laughs> so many audiobooks to listen to. Okay. So it's Dark Disciples, Star Wars. I'm also currently listening to the Ahsoka book before her show comes out. Now, this takes one of my favorite characters, Asajj Ventress, who was Count Dooku's apprentice. She appears primarily, actually, only only in the cartoons. That's a bummer. Wait, Count what? But, um, uh, what? Count what? Oh, Count Dooku. Dooku. Okay. Yes. I thought you said doo-doo, and I was no, like, No, no. We're not fuck? that childish here. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway. Okay, so Count Dooku was formerly, I think, Yoda's apprentice? No, Mace Windu's apprentice. One of the two. Um, he turned to the dark side, and then he ended up getting assassin uh, Ventress, one of my favorites, because, like, Dual wields two red lightsabers, frequently goes toe-to-toe with Anakin Skywalker and Kenobi. She's kind of a badass, but she has, like, this whole book that is basically the Clone Wars story finished out for her. Mm-hmm. Because when it ends in Clone Wars, like, she goes off as a bounty hunter and you don't really know what happens. This book wraps all of that up. And let me tell you, I don't give a fuck about Anakin and Padme anymore. It's all about Ventress and Voss. That love story, it hurts. Oh, it hurt. <laughs> oh, I loved them so much. I love that. I love that. Anyways... It's such a good book, and it's like one of my favorite characters. I couldn't stop listening. And I'm pretty sure it's written by Dave Filoni, who's in control of like the Star Wars shows and basically all the good Star Wars stuff lately that we've seen. Nice. So, yeah, definitely enjoyable. I uh, dig that a lot. Currently listening to a book called Bessa, B-E-S-A, which is about um, an Albanian and Italian mob war, I believe. I'm not too far into it, but like a prominent member of the Albanian mob was accidentally killed, and it's going to escalate, so pretty excited. Nice. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, there's more, but, like, what the fuck? It's, it's all Star Wars <laughs> stuff, basically. Do you want... uh, the High Republic books suck. That's that's my final note on that one. I've tried three of them. Not for me. All right. We're going to go to commercial break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about the Apple TV original series, Severance. sequence. <laughs> And we're back with canned tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, and you know what else, guys? Did you get... There, did you hear that? I just opened a beer. Didn't want to break tradition. All right. Beer, goddammit. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm not driving to the store. It's fine. Um. <laughs> anyways, so Kiani, uh, Severance, do you want to do the brief synopsis or should I? You, because I'm not good at that and I'm also hungover. Okay, so Severance is an Apple TV original show that... Basically stars Adam Scott along with a cast of other people. Christopher Walken's in there later. These people all work at a business that they don't know what they do. And while they're there, their mind completely separates from reality. There's a chip in your brain that basically makes you forget about your outside world, your real life, your personal life. If you know anybody, if you have any family, if you're married, 
all that stuff. And then all you have is like this different work personality entirely with their own life. And it's just, and then when they go back home, vice versa, they forget everything about the job and they're back to like, it's basically two separate people living in the body. Uh huh. Keanu, would you go through with something like that? No, but I can understand the appeal. Like, they don't even know what their job is. I know, but here, here's my thing. Like, I can understand the appeal for him. I don't know everyone else's reasons, but his is, which again, spoilers, guys, is because his wife had passed away. Because his sister even made a comment about how forgetting for eight hours a day is not the same as healing from what happened. Yeah, it's... It's a horrifying idea, man. (laughs) So I can understand his appeal for that because in the heights and throes of my depression, I took a lot of Xanax because it would blib it out my days and I wouldn't remember anything. I just have little smidgens of memory and then I'd wake up the next day and (laughs) and it was good to go. Um, I'm not condoning that. I'm just saying that I can understand the appeal because of that. Well, like, all right, I'm not known for, you know, my sobriety traditionally, but I do think that the concept of having a job specifically in the corporation that controls it, like, switches it. You don't know anything at all. Like, it's brought up in a newscast in maybe the second episode, I can't recall, but it's like background noise where a woman didn't know she was pregnant for a month. She got pregnant at work. Oh, and, like, in her personal life, she didn't know until, like, a month later, like, you could be having a whole affair at work and not know and then go home and you're married. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even fucking think about that because you don't know. For me, it's like I couldn't do that to myself for eight hours. Like, create a version of myself that's bound only to that place. Because that's all that part of you is going to know is the existence of that office, that place that you work. That's their entire life now. Yeah. I feel like that would be really fucked up. You've, you've created these different like realities for this, for, for your being to, to, to be in. And that other being only exists in that reality. And that's kind of terrifying. Like they don't know what the outside world's like. They talk about whether they're taking electric eels out of the sea or taking swear words out of movies. They don't know because it's something with numbers. Uh Uh-huh. It's just, it, it, all of it is so, like, mind-numbingly depressing. That's why when you asked me if it's a horror show, I said no, but it's horrific. Uh, but it's horrific. And, you know, when I first watched it, or when I first started, like, my immediate, in my notes, my first words are, what the fuck? You wake up on a table with no idea where you are and a voice talking to you through a phone. Yeah, yeah, I'm immediately like, what the fuck? And then also, <laughs> but crying in the car before work is relatable as fuck. <laughs> 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 but now I know why. Like, you know, it did, I don't think it necessarily had to do with the job itself. It probably has more to do with his, you know, depression yeah. and, his, and his wife. Also, like, all the white hallways and the walking around, like, it's giving... No windows. It's giving lab rat. Ooh, that's good. That's yeah. real good. Yeah. Okay, are you going to keep watching the show, by the way? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. I'm, in, I'm in there like butt hair now. I'm fucking... <laughs> we, we are staying. Yeah, I love this show. It's terrifying in a lot of ways and creepy as shit. Like, I don't know how other people feel about their jobs, but I 100% know I could not do that to myself for eight hours where I'm like, hey, good news, other part of me, this is your life. Because, like, I would go full Heli. I'm not going to explain that, but Heli does not do well. No. Oh, like, and I'm sure she does. Listen, okay, I was fucking dying when she's like, did you grow me as livestock? Like, that, that is like that. I felt I, I resonated with that heavily. I was like, I feel like that is a me question. My mind would immediately go to, like, You've bred me in some cocoon and now I'm 
I'm, did you raise me as livestock? That's, that's a question. That's a me question. I would ask that. I mean, what's even the fucking difference, right? Right. Right. At, at this point. Right. And well, like you go to call into work and it's just, it's, it's all creepy. Like it's a very dystopic workplace. Yeah. And there are other jobs in the real world that people can do. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, why would you pick that? Oh. Why would you pick that? And then this, this stairwell thing where she was like trying to leave, but they would not let her like it wasn't an option. Oh, oh, it gets much worse for a girl. Heli. That's why I'm saying like, I would have gone full Heli at one point. And, and like, <laughs> and I love how feisty she is. The fact that she just like chucked that shit at his forehead, like, <laughs> her fight or flight response is on point, And I like her. Yeah. She is a great character. And I love Adam Scott too. I'm excited mm-hmm. for the uh, party down revival they're doing. Which is another show you might want to check out. Unrelated to this entirely, it's a sitcom catering, like comedy about a, a group of caterers in Los Angeles. And, you know, one of them wants to be an actor, one wants to be a writer. Adam Scott's in it as a young, uh, much younger man. Really good, though. Nice. Totally separate from this, but severance. But yeah, like uh, overall, like it was just so fucking weird. Like it was just so weird. And then also, he got, okay, so he gets hit in the head while he's at the job. And obviously, when he leaves, he's not going to know. What happened? He's just got this Band-Aid on his fucking forehead, and he's like, what the fuck? Like, but they leave a note on his car that says that he, like, tripped and fell over a projector and fucking smacked his head or something. They made up some bullshit reason. You gotta take it as fact. And he's gotta take it as fact. And they give him a fucking gift card to this, like, bar and grill. And I was like, this VIP card is, like, the equivalent to a pizza party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, they just had one for a fucking retirement. I bet they did. I bet they did. Thanks for slaving away here for 30 plus years of your life. Here's some fucking pizza. Here's some pizza and some uh, baked goods we got at the store. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's that. That's a show of appreciation. I don't know. Like mentally speaking, this reminds me of, um, have you heard about that terrifying experiment they thought of conducting or trying to conduct? Where they can make someone, like, simulate a prison sentence, basically, in their mind? No. Okay, it reminds me a lot of this. So there's this thing that... God damn it, I I read the article, but I can't recall the exact details. They were trying to figure out if it was possible with either a drug or, like, some sort of computer upload where you make someone's mind think they've been in, like, prison for the the entirety of their sentence, but it'll only be, like, hours in real time. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's the same concept of, like, you're messing with someone's brain Uh to such a point that, like, it's going to go horribly awry. I mean, but who's kidding? They're not going to make people think that they've served a prison sentence and not actually serve it because... It's legal slavery, but that's a whole other topic. I mean, Taylor brought up the more depressing part of it, just going full on racist, where it's like, oh, the white guy. Yeah, that's fine. Just go yeah. in your mind. You're out. Yeah, yeah, you're out. It's yeah, it's literally it's literally legalized slavery. Like it's that's just, all, that's yeah. all I mean, that jail is prison. And prison is. Yeah. That's all prison is like we've we've because those people go in there and they work these jobs and work these and plus prisons are privatized. Like the fact that you can buy stock in a prison or like that you can privately own a fucking prison is a goddamn problem. If I had to tell you, Kiani, that one of our presidents in our lifetime had a governor's estate with all black prisoners as labor, who would you think that would be? Probably not who I would expect. No, no. I'd say like George Washington or Abraham Lincoln or literally any of those people. No, no, they were, no, they were president during our time. Oh, during our time. That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't be someone that I would think I would guess that it would be someone when I was younger, like, like or back in the day. 
Bill Clinton. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, fucking terrifying. Oh, God, it's creepy. I don't know how we got on this exact topic, but... Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, fucking with people's mind like that is... is yeah, that, like, it's a fundamental error. Like, it's an issue on a human level. Yeah. And, like, the way this show does it, it's it's horrific. I don't think that's a thing that should ever exist, being able to completely lose memory for eight hours at a job at a company's behest. No. Like, there's a chip in your mind. That's how the fucking clone troopers flipped out and started shooting Jedi, man. Like, come and, on. And they say that they signed up for it. Like, that yes. they, like, that you chose to, but I just feel like it's not okay. And, like, they even talked about that at the dinner table. Like, when he, like, went to dinner with his sister. Who, his sister, I love the banter between him and his sister, first of all. <laughs> love it. Um, however, his sister's husband is weird. I like him. I'm sure I will grow to like him because I like weird. But like just initial, I'm like, hmm, this is he's a, he's an eclectic man. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but I thought it was funny that he was just like morally and ethically fucked up. Like he said, all of these things, it's irreprehensible. It's this, it's that, it's that. But I, but I stand by you with with no judgment. <laughs> I'm like, do you though? Do that's you? like the equivalency of like watching your friend make terrible choices. You're like, look, I'm not gonna say anything because he's my buddy. But <laughs> that's an I love you, but moment. <laughs> I love you, but. I love like you, but <laughs> that's, that's what the, everything before the butt doesn't matter now. Okay, okay. Once you introduce the butt, it's all over. Yeah, it's all it's all done. It's all done from there. Yeah. And then when I saw the dude like standing out in the in the yard, first of all, the fact that he even that he went and opened the door and went outside, I'm like, that's some what the fuck is wrong with you? It's white people shit. That's white people shit. Immediately, I was like, this is fucking <laughs> white people shit. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing that? Like, no. No, we out in the woods in the middle of nowhere, and I see a man step behind a tree. We closing the blinds. We locking every fucking door. We sliding some shit in front of the door. We calling. <laughs> we calling somebody. Like <laughs> we ain't a step in the fuck outside. What the fuck? Uh, anyway, any fucking way. I, I I mean, true story. When I was a younger man, I once caught someone peeping in one of the house windows, and I chased him away, um, kind of on impulse. Well, but anyways. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck, bitch? Ah, I'll fight you. Yeah. But yeah, I just... Oh, I don't... I, I, I wish CJ was here, because I did want to pose the question to everybody. I can't imagine a single person who would take the severance deal, though. No. Like, I don't think anyone in my life would be like, sure, eight hours is gone, no problem. Yeah, no. No, because I don't want to be there at all, but to know that I've taken a piece or a portion of, like, my human existence and my soul, and I don't get to be aware of it at all... And I'm doing that to myself, knowing that I am a free spirited creative and I've stuck myself in some type of hellish hellhole that I can't fucking leave or escape from mentally because I literally don't know of anything else that exists like that. You don't know if the whole world's underwater or if you're taking swear words out of movies. Yeah, like, you know, nothing. And I'm not okay with that. Yeah, you're basically just giving a job a fresh human to work with. And it's like, what the hell? That's terrifying. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have much more to go on than that. Shit. I. I don't know. I just really like the show. Uh, I thought it was an interesting concept, and I thought that you know you might have an interesting take on it, which you know, I agree with. It was nice. I'm definitely intrigued as fuck. Before it announced that that dude was his work friend, that was yeah. Like I knew. I knew it when I saw him standing in the suit. I was like, that's the work friend that apparently no longer works there anymore. A PD or whatever. Yeah, it's fucking creepy and cult-like. They just switch out the pictures and everything as soon as, like, someone leaves. They don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just gone. Yeah, he's not mm -hmm. here anymore. 
He's not here anymore. And you would never get to know him on the outside world because you don't know you've made this best friend. Yeah. In this a place and you don't know them outside. And and the thing is, is like his outside life is so fucked. He could genuinely use like he's like fucked emotionally. Yeah. Like he could genuinely use a fucking friend in the outside world. Could you imagine like we wouldn't know each other? Oh, God. We wouldn't know each other. Like if that was the case, like because we met at work. Literally. Oh, God, I wouldn't know Taylor. Literally everyone that I've known personally and like grown to love and cherish in their friendships. Pretty much everyone is people I met at work, which is another problem with our our society. I'm not going to get into. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, God, you're right. I don't have like any friends from childhood anymore. Fuck. I got a couple. I'm not a huge fan of that, but I got a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, got a, I got a few I got a few that are great and then I also you know you know but I feel like the people that I talk to the most and are, interact with the most are people that I've met through work absolutely friends you make as an adult seem to be more on par with your real personality I'd say oh yeah because I mean we have no idea who we are we are learning or remembering so to speak who we are as we grow through life like we, we don't know. We have no idea what we like. We have no idea what our interests are. We have no idea. And the bonds and stuff that you make in childhood, like you're learning the world around you and learning who you really are. And it's not the same. It's just not the same. So that's kind of, I mean, I can actually tie that back to the show. You, like, you wouldn't know anything about your other self, like personal interests or any of that. No, they don't seem like, I don't think, how do they know about movies? That's a question I have to begin with, but like, Music? Do they have access to any sort of music? I don't think that's come up at all. Like, does it does it just completely, like, separate, like, their personal life? Or do they, like, know about things in the outside world, like actors and, and things like that? Or do they just literally not know anything? This existence in this building is it. The dude with the glasses, I can't think of his name right now. But um, there was a thing where he was like, he thought they lived in an underwater society, possibly. Like, they clearly have no idea what's going on. Oh, okay, okay. I also do like the shit-talking banter between them. I like that he's still, like, angry. (laughs) He's, like, an angry person. And I like it. I like the shit-talking banter between them. Also, the fact that his neighbor is his boss. And I don't think that bitch is severed. Oh, 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 she is definitely not. Because the look that she gave him... Like when after he walked away, I said, "That's his boss, and she knows." Yeah, she knows. I'm not gonna spoil anything for you, but that shit is getting there. Don't, but because I'm I'm gonna watch this. I'm definitely gonna fucking watch this. Yeah, great, great fucking show. Apple TV really as a streaming service is wonderful. If you have a PS4 guys or a PlayStation account, you get uh three months free. So there you go. It let me it let me watch this episode for free. Oh, cool. Without me signing in or anything. I thought I would need to, but then it was like, watch one free episode. Yeah. <laughs> just just what I needed. Yep. I just need the pilot for right now. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate you. But yeah, definitely a fucking wonderful show. It's horrific in a way that's not horror-based exactly, but it's like a psychological torment. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I kind of really enjoy. It's like a suspenseful, like, mystery what the fuck is going on Yeah, kind of thing. I don't even know what you call that, but I'm, I'm here for it. I hopefully get to see more of the other people's lives though. Cause I'm kind of curious what like they do. Yeah, me too. Me too. Speaking of doing stuff, Keani, do you want to tell people where they can follow you and watch you do the things you do? Uh, you can watch me do what I do on, <laughs> on, <laughs> on TikTok and Instagram at abundant studio. 
And of course, you can follow the podcast at Robots Don't Age, where we're selling a lot of catalytic converters lately. Uh, we have a sale. I hired a few uh, people that were under the influence of some heavy narcotics to get them for me. So we got to offload these guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The recycling prices are through the roof. You can make a small fortune. Hell yeah, you can. Anyhow, uh, to play us out, here is Jake. I'm pretty sure he's going to plug his pluggables. Anyhow. Pluggables. 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 Jake, our wonderful podcast editor, who I don't actually reference enough in the show, but yeah. What's up, guys? Jake here. You can find me on Facebook and on TikTok at slash 6lord6 apophis6. I'll also link my website for uh, Cody to plug in the description as well, uh, since I don't have a uh, proper domain for that bad bitch. You can find a full list of the services I offer on my website. And uh, yeah, if you've made it this far, thank you for listening to the Robots Don't Age podcast. And we will catch you on the next episode. (laughs) 